Tapping everybody and welcome to this another edition of the Dell and Keith Show. I'm Derek Kernahan and as always I'm joined by my good friend Keith Anderson. Keith, how you doing tonight, mate? You alright? Yeah, I'm good, mate. How are you? Hi, all good, all good. Delighted to see the end of this tra- uh, international break, as always. You know how me and you love international football? Uh, it's death man, isn't it? And it is. there's another, it feels like I think it's a one October and November, and you're just like, oh, this is hell. But aye, yep. like you say, one down, football's back, real football's back soon. So, yep. Early kickoff on Saturday as well, isn't it? Which isn't a bad shout. Yeah, exactly. A few more days to go, and then my, the Jails are back in action again, which is good to see as well. And then obviously, with international football, we've obviously found out that the loss of Hadji's tested positive for coronavirus, so he's going to be out for a few weeks. Aye. I just think. You know, but well, but well, we're here, and I've got, you know, my soapbox about international football. I think that the new, I can't see any other than money. You know, like the reason why international football should be happening and happening so frequently, frequently, considering, you know, we're in a pandemic. I think we said that before last year, but as we know, the COVID cases are spiking again. Um, as well, it's mental, isn't it? Well, I think the health authorities in Brazil would agree with you. You see, like, <laughs> like hey, what are you doing, Argentina? Half the park, um, you know. So, nah, man, definitely. And uh, again, this isn't what we're here to talk about. I don't imagine, but no. seeing the reading the day about Arsene Wenger proposing a World Cup every two years, you know, I'll oh, play the game, man. I mean, I, I like the World Cup right enough, but it starts to lose its meaning, doesn't it? If you have them every other week, you know, what's the point anyway? Exactly, exactly. And I owe my Brazilian uncle over there a, a tenner when I see him after doing that. Got going on the pitch to cancel a game for us. That was good deal. <laughs> <laughs> but aye, it's, it's mental. And let's say we're going to be we're going to be a man down for um for the game. Saturday as well, we had you not being able to play, obviously testing positive. So it's a bit yeah, bit of sore one. Obviously, I love international tournaments, but these breaks so frequently during the pandemic, I'm just a bit like. Uh, people travelling everywhere, you know. Yeah. It's, I mean, this time to be fair, it, it, this this is a lot of qualifiers. It's the it's the the breaks where it's all friendlies are even worse, man. Then I'm just like, I cannot, can be done with it. I mean, I yeah. get if it's qualifiers, it's maybe a wee bit different. Still, I think you've got a good point and a good case. But when it's the friendlies, especially, you're just like, what is the point, man? It's just a, a risk for no reason. It's, yeah. it's a waste of time. Definitely, definitely. But that's not what we're here to talk about today, mate. Um, we're here to talk about. Um, the transfer window, which is obviously just shut a few days ago, so we're going to have a talk about all the ingoings and outgoings that happened at Rangers. But just before that, obviously, you know, there's been a mountain of um, press coverage, um, both on social media and with the press as well, about um, you know, the, between a podcast, another podcast, um, and the Daily Record as well, which has just been pretty awful when, when you think about it and everything that's that's happened with it and you know we're just basically just a you know a quick one just to say that we support heart and hand we're with them and everything that we do you know and we wish them we wish them all the best it's been a pretty awful um story to cover and just everything that entailed in it wasn't it mate aye aye i mean i, I didn't i must admit i've not read the article because for a long time i've i've refused to I don't buy. I wouldn't click anything, anything to do with the record. I just avoid it. I wouldn't give them. I wouldn't give them a second of my attention. To be totally honest, um, so I, I don't. I don't know the ins and outs of of it all. But I like you say. I mean, it seems clear that they've went a bit of a witch hunt after Heart and Hand, and and that for me and as a kind of and a personal ethical moral level, I'm totally against it. 
pretty much for anybody, um, and especially when it's when it's been you know one one of our wider Rangers family. And I think, uh, uh, like you say, all the support goes to the individuals and the podcast. And, and you know, fair enough. I think there's been a a decent response from from the Rangers Rangers family just backing them in it. You know, and just kind of yeah. clubbing together. And everybody's kind of went, Nah, we're not having that. Which yeah, is exactly. which is right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's been it's been an awful time, but. Um... Like I said, hopefully now we can, you know, we can, obviously there's not going to be any moving on or stuff like that, but just to say that we obviously support Heart and Hand and we, we wish them all the best with everything that they're doing. So let's crack on with what we're, what we're going to discuss tonight then, which is the, the transfer window, which is just closed um, for us there. So there was a few a few ins and outs um, during the transfer window. Now, before we, before we discuss it in any great detail, Keith, were you were you surprised with you know we didn't we didn't bring in more people on deadline day? Were you expecting us to bring in more people and the people that left were you surprised? But obviously we're going to discuss them in a bit more detail, but you know, were you expecting more people to go or would be all be all right with it? Um I, I would say, I mean, I, I was all right with it. I think if we're reviewing, well, maybe there we scoring at the end or something. But reviewing the window, I think I was I was all right with the, the business overall. Um no, no. Probably the the biggest surprises or surprise was that we didn't, you know, make a a big budget sale. I think is probably you know is yeah. We've kind of um, talked about it for a few windows now, saying it's probably a matter of time, and it still feels like it is. And maybe the transfer market played a part in it. You know, the the kind of our market was not wasn't the busiest, you know, with COVID and we've seen it as a lot more kind of loans and, and all that sort of stuff than, than clubs going, there's 20 million for this year and that, you know, wasn't a lot of that flying about. So maybe yeah. that just our, our kind of seller's market, if you will, that we were looking to wasn't really there. But uh, that was probably the biggest surprise and we maybe through this we can cover is that a worry or not? Because, you know, like the, the whole model is we'll, we'll take these players in, we'll improve them, we'll sell them on and we'll, we'll make a good profit. But, Listen, economics, you know, it's uh, people, you're only worth what somebody's willing to pay. And if nobody's willing to pay, then does that put us in a, a sticky position, you know, where we've got all these guys on big wages so we can maybe add that to the agenda for later? Yeah, yeah. I think, I think, like, when you look at the transfer window as a whole, I mean, But when you look at the transfer window as a whole, it was all the big clubs that were that were spending money. You know, like you know, even like when you look at somebody like PSG, they, they didn't really spend a lot of money, but they brought in some massive wages in there as well. You know, Man United bringing Ronaldo back and things like that. So it was it was a weird transfer window, like you said, because of COVID and things like that. I think it definitely told in it. But um, let's look at let's look at the ingoings first, then Keith, if that's all right with you. Cool. Aye. Um, so so let's have a look. So. First of all, one of the ones that was done early doors that we knew about last season was Fashion Sakala coming in um, as well. What did you make? What have you made of Fashion so far since he's played? I mean, I think when I see him, it's dream. I think there's potential, but it's just raw. <laughs> that's the only thing I can really describe him as now. I know. I think that's fair. I think he's <clears throat> he's got something about him, definitely. Um, he's raw. He just needs time, you know, to settle into 
new 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 country, new way of playing football, new teammates, new new everything. You know, it's going to take him a, a wee bit of time. Um, but I think he's he looks like he's, he's he'll be a good addition. Maybe in some games, you know, his style is like how dangerous is it going to be at, at home to Ross County when they're playing ten men behind the ball? There's not a lot of pace in behind, so I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's not going to be horses for courses. You know, it's it's styles. Um, but no, I think he'll be. I think he will going to be a good addition. He just needs a bit of time to get fit and settle in and and get used to a way of playing. But I think he's got the bug right away. The fans have reacted to him because he's that guy that just, you know, he's just so enthusiastic and he'll try hard. Then that'll that'll get you a good part of the, the way, you know. And he could he could end up going on to be a wee bit of a cult hero, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I think the the way that I've seen him in the games that the games that we've seen him in. He, he looks obviously, obviously he's, he's a talent there and stuff like that. But like I said, it does scream he's he's really raw. And Aye. I think under under the men the, the mentors that he's got, you know, with Gerard McAllister, Bill, just to name a few of them, Kilshaw in there as well, who are going to develop him as well. I think I think, I think he might be a player for maybe not this season, but maybe next season. You know, he might come on and you know I think he'll be I think he will be I think he will be excellent for us. Aye, and I think there's another. Member of the coaching staff that will have a big say, uh, Jermaine Defoe. Uh, I think you know for being a centre forward, there's there's not a huge amount better you know that's going to teach you about movement in the box and finding space and getting off quick shots and finishing and, and all of these things you know that um, I think will will bring Sakal on quite a bit. So kind of like a young Alfie when we first signed him, he looked raw, he missed a lot of chances, still does, um, you know, but he's improved a lot um, and as a more a well. A more well-rounded player, sorry. So, yeah. nah, man, I think I think we will improve him, and like you say, maybe as one for 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 next season. Although when we come on to the outgoings, there's there's maybe somebody in there that we might have been saying the same thing about sort of this point last season. So we'll just need to see how it goes. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So, so the next one that they brought in was um, Ophoba from Bournemouth. I, I'm terrible with his first name, but I'm, I'm not even going to attempt to say it. But Ophoba came in from Bournemouth, young player. Um, it was him and Simpson that signed at the same time. However, we were able to get Simpson in the trans the January transfer window last year. He came on, he came, and we signed him then for him to settle in. But Wofoba was on loan at Wickham at the time. Um, now when we signed him, I watched a Wickham game. It was on Sky. They were in the Championship, and he played midfield. And big boy, he's like six foot three, six foot four. Um, Brick shithouse, massive. Um, and he scored an absolute topper that day for about 40 yards out, just ran in a wee bit and skilled this thing right to top in. <laughs> um, but looked a player, I was like, well, for, for this game, he's a, we've, we've signed a good team, but obviously we've, we've came to realise now that he's had his, you know, he's, he's got his heart condition now, and we wish him all the best in that, and the recovery and things like that with him. I, I, have you seen anything of him um, or anything like that yet, Keith? Did you watch him any games or anything like that? Nah, nah, I'd nah. be lying if I said I've, I've seen the seen the kid play football. I'm going to go for Namdi. Uh, I think I'll get me a chance yeah. with his first name and his surname, to be honest. Um, so I think I think Namdi. Um, nah, no, I've not seen him. Like you say, all we do is is obviously wish him all the best. Hopefully, he makes a full recovery and goes on to be a good a good player, ideally for us. But first and foremost, on a human level, you just hope the kid recovers and and recaptures his career. I mean, he, like, listen, doesn't it look too far? You know, look look at Connor Goldson. It's not to say that. And obviously, I'm, I'm not. I'm not a physician. I don't know what's wrong with him exactly, but hopefully, he recovers and, and goes on to have a good career like Connor Goldson has. Um, and if, like you say, I'm sure he's got something. And Gerard's got an eye for midfielders, so if, if we've signed him, then they've obviously seen something in him, and I would trust that. So hopefully, hopefully, we see him sooner rather than later on the Rangers strip. Yeah, 
yeah, definitely. Definitely agree with you there. And then the next signing that came in um, as well was a bigger name, probably the biggest name that we, we signed in there was uh, John Lundstrom from Sheffield United um, in there as well. Now, you know, combative midfielder, you would say, that that's how I describe him when he was playing for Sheffield United um, as well. He had a good first season at Sheffield United when they first got promoted. However, last season with them, he, he did play a lot because of injury, but they were terrible last season as well in there. Um, however, I was I was happy to see signing him, you know, Premiership player, Premiership class in there um, as well. And it was also something that we needed with that you know, that midfield position that, that we've been trying to get, you know, this sort of box-to-box tackling midfielder. You know, we've tried it with Koulibaly and Zungu, and it looks like hopefully this guy might be the guy to do it. What do you, what do you make a Lundstrom signing, Keith? I, I think, uh, like you say, he's got, the, he's got the look, you know, he's got that kind of Tommy for Warrior look, if you've ever seen that movie, you know, just yeah. kind of pit bull in the centre centre of the park. So no, it could be it could be good. I think again he, he probably needs a bit of time. I would say his performances have been very hit and miss. We've seen flashes of what he's got, you know, when he he's came on as a sub I'd say and being being effective, you know, because he's got um, power and pace and he's he's he was good at winning the ball, he's good at flying into tackles. But he also does like you say premiership player. He's he's got the ability to give and go and run beyond and, and have a bit of a powerful run as well as a powerful tackle. So I think he's got the right attributes. It's just, it's just get, I don't know if it's fitness and match sharpness because like you said, he didn't play a lot last season. So it's just putting it all together, I think, for him. I, I believe he, he will come good, but so far he's been he's been pretty hit and miss. He's had a few horror shows as well as a few good flashes. So let's let's see, it's early days. Let's give him a chance and hopefully, hopefully he'll be a big player for us and, and retaining the league title this season because yeah. he can do. I definitely. I think that I think you, you, that that's a very valid point you make there. You know, he has been hit and miss, but obviously, a lot of people will be thinking about his stupid red card in the Malmo game, and then he's came on and he's done he's done all right in a few other games. You know, he's. I think he might be one of these players now where he might need to come off the bench and give us a bit of faith back in him because I don't think Rangers fans have got that much. Well, they do have faith in him, but I think they're a wee bit wary when he starts. Aye, can I ask you a sense. question? If you'd yes. seen the if you seen the old firm team sheet and John Lundstrom starting in the middle of the park, how would you feel? I wouldn't have been too confident, to be honest with you. No, no, um, same. So. And like you said, everybody we signed, he's coming in to be the, you know, he he's the one that's coming in. You think right, he's going to start in eleven. He's the one that is enhancing the eleven. Some of the others are probably enhancing the eighteen or whatever. Yeah. He's coming in to enhance the eleven, so he needs to find that form quickly because, like you say, I'd have felt the same if you'd seen his name on the team sheet. I'd have been like, oh, "That's not ideal, man. This could be, this could go either way, you know." And we don't want that. Yeah, yeah, definitely, I agree with that. But like I said, I do think he'll come good. Like I said, he's, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he comes, he comes in with a with a load of experience in there as well. So I, I, th- I think he, I definitely do think he'll come good in there, and it just adds to this midfield. You know, if we get. If you get like guys like Jack, I think I think we're missing a Ryan Jack in there particularly. Well, he's back in the Euro squad, so yeah, he's, he's obviously great. getting close to fitness. Yeah. Aye, so that's, I, I'm with you, mate. I think that's phenomenal. If Jack can could stay fit, I think he's he's captain material for me. But obviously, the, the problem is he just misses too many games, you know. But no, I agree, and uh, I think I think Ryan, Ryan Jack has, has has been a big miss. So if we can get Lundstrom hitting a bit of form and Jack back, then aye, the midfield looks a lot better. Yeah, yeah, it definitely does. It definitely does. Then our last our last signing is another midfielder. Mm. Um, signed in from signed from Huddersfield. Um Janino Bakuna um, you know, comes in. I think he can play he can play pretty much right 
right side or centre mid. Um, again, don't, don't know much about him. I have seen him playing a few times when, when Huddersfield were in the Premier League and I listened to a few um, Huddersfield chats and stuff. I've seen a lot of things on social media about him and stuff like that. And I think the boys got, they say that he's got a load of potential. He was just too inconsistent with it. But I think maybe under this leadership team, you know, again, I think it might be the same with Fashion Sakala. It might not be this season. It might be on the bench a lot and maybe coming on a wee bit. Um, but maybe next season, you know, it might be him coming in and, you know, staking a name for his place in that team, you know, maybe like in the Scotty Arfield position or something like that in there. But, um, I what did you make of that signing? It also came, it came very much out of the blue, didn't it? I it definitely came a wee, a wee bit out of nowhere. You know, was it a Malmo was... game that we were at and we were standing there having a chat before the game and then next minute, hold on, we just signed somebody. You know, I... we didn't really know much about him. No, no, definitely. And I'm like, yeah, I've not seen a huge amount of him, but I don't know, man. I feel like he's he's probably, I think he's a wee bit different than the others. I think he'll... I don't know. You just get. I just get that feeling about him. You know, some guys they, they come in and you think he's either going to be an instant hit or it's just not going to work. I don't think. I don't know. There's just something about this kid. I think he he just has a a personality about him where you just think he's either going to come in, it's going to fit, or it's no. I I, I don't know. I've just got a, a, a weird feeling about him, and he could end up being a a big signing this summer, um, mm-hmm. or he could end up being a, a bit of a flop. I don't know. I just get the feeling he's going to be an instant. Right, uh, he gets it and he loves it, or he's going to be. Nah, he doesn't need to dig this, and it's not for him. I, I don't know. I just get that feeling. You know, some guys you just look at them and you just you just know. I yeah. don't know. That's the feeling I get. But listen, I don't know anything about the kid. I've just seen his interviews and just seen him, and he just looks like um, I, I don't know. He's just got that wee twink on his eye, kind of. Um, who was the boy like Ajara? Remember Ovi Ajari or whatever he's called? Yeah. You just knew you looked at him, and he was like, he's 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 not up for this man. You just knew instantly. Um, I get the feeling this kid could could go either way. But let's see. I mean, maybe I'm being totally unfair and. Hopefully he does come in and do the business because I think it sounds like for what you hear that he does have talent. So it's just can can we get out of him and this this coaching staff typically the answer tends to be yes. Yeah, yeah. I think I think a lot will do on his mentality as well, Keith. And Aye. His, you know his his attitude and his you know his personality as well. If that fits, that's a big thing. It seems like with this dressing room as well. Aye, um, that's what I mean. I think it is, yeah, it is yeah. that it is the mentality and the personality you're spot on. If if he fits in there, because I think he's I think he's got all the talent to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just up to him to prove it because this is this is his biggest move, you know, to date to a to a club, um, and you know this the Huddersfield fans that you were sort of talking to and stuff like that. What you seen in social media, they were saying that this could potentially be his, you know, his 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 last big move. You know, other than this, if he doesn't make it here, he'll be he'll you know be. He'll be back to Holland playing in the Dutch second division or something like that. So it's, a, so it's a big move for him, mm-hmm. and it's a great, it's a massive opportunity for him as well. And you just do hope that he's that he does it, and you know, you know his mentality's right, his attitude's right, and he goes on and pushes on, and you know, stakes a place for that team as well. But that's the thing. I mean, it's a good platform, as you say. You know, you're you're playing in front of a lot of fans. You've got good coaching staff, good players. Playing to go and win things, playing in Europe, it's 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 a great platform. So, like you say, good opportunity for the for the guy, and hopefully, he, he does the business and, and grabs it, and you know we'll, we'll be we'll be enjoying his performances. That's what it's all about, isn't it? Yeah. Now the thing, I, did he get added to the European squad as well, or was it just Jack that got added? Oh, I don't I know. It's a good I, question. I can't remember if he got added, but I know that Sakala's not in the squad because he got taken out. Aye. Um, when we added we added McLaughlin back in. 
Um, but so we don't know. There's a lot of these players who were signed and the only one, well, obviously, um, Ophoba is obviously out of the game now. So the other three, there might only be one of them in the European squad because of, you know, bringing in our old players back in as well. And you notice that with the Forum game as well. It was all last season's players that were there. There wasn't anybody other than Lindstrom who was on the bench and Sakalab was on the bench. Um, the starting 11 was, was last season as well. So it's quite interesting just to see, obviously, it's not been the, you know, the transfer window maybe that we expected. You know, we obviously expected a few people to go and stuff like that. But the signings coming in, I was, I'm reasonably happy with them. I think they've improved the squad from the boys going out, which we're going to talk about. Um, the now as well, but I so let's talk about some of the outgoings, and we're more going to look at you know some of the big names. Obviously, we've got rid of there's a few, there's a lot of young boys who have been out and loan. You know, one of the ones that you mentioned before we were talking was Kai Kennedy, who went to his away to Dunfermline. Glenn Middleton sees his opportunity again to go back to St Johnston after winning the two cups with them, so that's a great move for him, mm-hmm. um, as well. And there to play regular football, and then Jake Hasty is a be back to Partick Thistle again. That's well, right, so, aye. so that was just I just picked the three names because of the three probably names that most fans know as well. There's other boys like Lewis Mayo and stuff like that who are all away there away to Thistle again. So there is a number of young boys out there as well. But aye. Um, let's talk about and obviously um, let's talk about the guys that we would consider first teamers then um in there as well. So let's go back to the start of the transfer window then that we knew there was a few going. So we know that Jamie Burjonas is away to Kelty Hearts to play for Kevin Thompson, yep. which I think is a great move for him as well under under Kevin Thompson's um, leadership in there as well. Kelty Hearts are an up and coming team as well, so I think that was I think he could have went to a bigger club, and that's no disrespect to Kelty Hearts, but he's probably went to them because of Thompson because obviously he was his coach in the reserve team and stuff like that as well. So aye, KT's taking him where, isn't he? Yeah, I think that's a good move for him. Like I said, if he does well there, I can see definitely see Burjonas you know, going up in lights and, you know, making a name for himself and, you know, going further ahead in the, in the game, which is, unless you all we can say is good luck to him. I think, like you say, Kelty Hearts are, um, you know, newly promoted, but they're, they're in that league to win it, right? You know, I think that's that's the that's the case. Katie's there to win it. He's a, he's a winner. Um, that's his mentality. He's signed, he signed a few players, not just Burjonis. He signed a few players that are probably too good for that level because they're there to win it. And they're probably going to try to do like a, a Livy or a Gretna and, and come up quite quickly, you know. Yeah. Ho- hopefully, no ending like Gretna, but I, I think that's the that's their motto is they want to kind of build a full time team in a in a part time league and go and win League Two, go and win League One, and then get in Championship, and you're probably going to hit a bit of a battle. But I think they're going for a kind of a blended squad, you know, with some full time players in there, not just part timers, to just try and let's go and build up build something and and quickly rise through a couple of the leagues. I would imagine. Anyway, so a good move. Um, he'll go and compete to try and win the league rather than, you know, going to somebody that's that's fighting relegation or anything like that. I know he's he's gone, gone. It's not it's not alone. Yeah, um, but it'll not do the kid any harm from a mentality and development point of view. I don't think. Yeah, definitely. And I think I think the the backroom team like Gerard and McAllister and all that they did like him because they kept giving him another year contract, another year contract, another year contract until he's now at that stage where he's like twenty two, twenty three, and it's like right. You haven't developed as well as we would like. You've developed, but you haven't developed as well as you like. It's time for you to go and, you know, try something else now. And he's went and done it and took his opportunity with both hands. So I think Aye. that's a great. I think it. I think it's a good. It's a good one for him, and it's also great for Kelty Hearts to get someone of his, you know, his caliber in there as well. 
Aye, he needs to be playing, uh, and he's not. He's not. He's not the level to play for us. So you go and find somebody else, and you go and play because his career will stagnate if he's just sitting on the bench or whatever. That's not going to do him any favours. He needs to be playing um, full time professional football against you know men. No, no playing against kids and that sort of stuff. So no, it's it's the right time. Right time. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And another one that's that's left the club um, at the start of the transfer we knew about this, and he's still not got a club. Is Greg Stewart. Mm-hmm. In there as well, so I Greg Stewart done, you know he's he, he lived the dream. He got a, he got a, a league medal, and he, he he played his part um as well for for it as well. You know, he obviously wasn't in the team. He wasn't on the bench every week or anything like that. But you can say something that a lot of people can say, and that they've played for Rangers and won the league. Aye, no, I mean listen, he's played for Rangers. He's he scored for Rangers. And he's got a, a league medal, the 55th league medal, which is one of the most coveted, I would think, you know, as yeah. an individual tro- as an individual season. Um, undefeated, all the records last season, you know, like the, the points and the cl- home home record, the clean sheets, the, you know, you, you name it. He was part of that squad. Um, he contributed um, undefeated, well, lost one game in Europe all season, all these sort of things. He was, he was a part of that. And, Listen, you can't you can't take that away for the guy, and yeah. we can we can't see that. Wish I could see that. Wish you bet you wish you could see that. We right. can't, but he can. So now good luck to him. I'm surprised he's with a club. I think that might be maybe by his own choice. I mean, you would think like if you were Hearts or or uh, you know somebody in the league, why would you know go and offer him a contract? I, if I was at Hearts, I would take him. Um, you know, and, and anybody run about. Mid, like, could he go to St. Johnson? Could he go to Could he go to Aberdeen again? I I don't know, but he could certainly go. You know, anybody below that, I would say, and, and maybe even Aberdeen, because yeah. you watch him against Aberdeen when he came on the last game of the season, he set up a goal or two. Do you know what I mean? He's, he's still got it. He's he's still got that wee wee bit of nonce. He can unlock a defence. He's you know he's got a good shot on him. He's he's hungry. So I would guess it's maybe more just the offers that have came his way. He's maybe thought, oh, I don't know if I can be bothered with that. Um, it's only downhill for here, maybe. I don't know, but I would yeah. think the, I think the guy could still could still easily do a job in the SPL. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. But I do feel like it was he, he, his time was up, wasn't it, at Rangers? Oh, aye, aye. He had these. We done his. He done his. What was it? Two, two years. We got two, three years. We got him. Um, two and a half two. years. Aye, Somewhere. two years. Out him. So mm-hmm. he done. He done all right for us. And like I said, the least were our best wishes um, mm-hmm. as aye. well. But I definitely feel like he's. It was his. It was his time to, his time to, it was his time to go, mm-hmm. um, as well. The the next guys we're going to talk about are pretty much two we two that we expected to go, um, obviously after the COVID breaches last year, and the tournament out permanently now, which is Jordan Jones and George Edmondson, um, as well. Jones going to Wigan, and Edmondson going to Ipswich. Now, what did you make a make it easy? Did you? I think we expected Jones was going to go. Um, with the fridge, I was unsure about it. If Edmondson was going to go, I thought maybe he might have, he might have stayed and try to fight for his place in the team. However, we do have at that point as well. We had with a lot of centre halves. You know, you know we've got you know, Golson, Holanda, Balligan, who are our first three. You would say Simpson, and we had Katic at that point as well. So he'd have been sixth choice centre half. In there as well, which made it a bit obvious. Where did you Where did you make it, Keith? With with Jones, you obviously expected Jones to go. I, I take it um, as well, but, but you know, where did you make it to them? I know, same, same as you, mate. I, I expected Jones was Jones was gone for sure. I think we we gave uh, Edmondson 
a slight chance, likely gone, but a slight chance of hanging about. Um, but like you say, he, he was going to be sixth choice. So again, another guy who's in his early 20s, he needs to be playing to develop, um, you know, especially as a centre-half, that it's a lot of it is experience. Do you know what I mean? That's that's how you, okay, you've got more time to peak a wee bit later than, than other positions, but a lot of it is experience, you know. So I think um, for the for the guy to go and get football, eh, good luck to him. I think he sent, for, I don't do social media, but I think he put on a nice message or something on, on Instagram yeah. or whatever, saying, you know, thanks for the memories and I love the club and it was an honour and all that. So nah, nothing against the kid. I mean, he made a bit of a mess with the COVID stuff. I'm sure he knows that himself. Uh, and, and good luck to him the rest of his career nothing, nothing against yeah. him and the same for Jones listen Jones was, comes to an angel supporting family but he's got the kill laugh he's a bit on his seeds full of sawdust you know he's just a dafty and, and he's he's ruined his chance he definitely had something but it, you know I think he's his mentality his work ethic and all that's not there and listen if that's the case then again he, he's not a good fit because like, like we said earlier about Bakuna you know there, there's a certain mentality and approach and mindset that you need to fit in with the culture at the club if he didn't, then no harm to him. Again, he goes with our best wishes. It just didn't work out. I don't think he made the most of it. Um, but that's it was his opportunity to take or waste um, accordingly. Yeah, yeah. I think with with Jones in particular, you know, his his career, you know, it didn't go off to the best of starts when he when he signed for us, and then he, he goes and scores that goal against this person <laughs> Johnson, and then he goes away screaming like a like a you know two year old, and then he. First guy he runs up to Steve Clark who was moaning about it, and then when he does sign, you know he, he played a few games. He's done all right. Then he came on against Celtic. Then he gets injured and sent off in that game mm-hmm. um, as well. So it's been a bit yeah, bit a nightmare all in, and then the COVID breach as well. I think that was pretty much the last straw for the management team. He get him out as well. Um, whereas the French, I'm a wee bit disappointed because I did think there was a there was a definite player in there um, with him and and leaving. So I was a wee bit disappointed, but however. Like I said at the start, he's you know he's, he would have been at that point fifth or sixth choice centre half, so um, he wasn't going to get in. So it's better for him to play first team football um, and get out there and you know hopefully do well with Ipswich. Question for you about Edmondson, Keith. Do you think we would agree with him if it wasn't for the COVID breaches? I don't know. I don't, know. Dar- I don't think he would have went to Derby if it wasn't if it wasn't for that um, so last if, season. If he doesn't go to Derby. We probably don't sign Jack Simpson. Mm-hmm. So in that case, then probably probably not. We probably yeah. don't don't bother. In my opinion, anyway, we probably don't bother with Jack Simpson, and we just keep the fridge. Because, um, like I think you say, I, I think would have come in. Simpson would have come in in this transfer window, and he would have been, you know, auto-proof, But he would have had Edmondson probably fourth choice at that point, and maybe Simpson fifth choice. But um, it's, a, it's, it's it's an interesting one. I did think that. Um, when he left, you know, like I said, the two of them, the two of them, you know, did get obviously Jones is a, his family are all Rangers and stuff. Edmondson did get the bug as well, mm-hmm. and we wish him nothing but the best. But I'm a wee bit disappointed about Edmondson um, and how it ended with him because I do think there was a definitely was a player in there. Um, ah, he's got some attributes, so you know, he's he's a big lad. He's fast. He's good on the ball. You know, there's some there's some decent attributes. You think. That, that's useful in a centre half that's all useful yeah. so there's definitely something there to work with um, so hopefully he's going to have a good career like you say not against the guy but um, I, I I don't know it's, it's, a, it's a tough one I would say prob- probably not we probably still would have kept him a bit don't know what happened in this window but I think he would have been a bit last season yeah yeah definitely I would have 
I'd have seen that. So I was a wee bit, like I said, a wee bit disappointed about him going. And then when you think about the last two that went, mm-hmm. they were pretty much quite first one. Maybe you were you were expecting to get one because of obviously his 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 year of hell that he's had with injuries. And then um, with Nico Cati, he's going to have it split. Um, as well, so going back to Croatia, he played for a he played for a season as well, which I think will be good for him. And then the other one was um, Big Cedric Itten, who's going to Gifford Fourth in Germany, playing Bundesliga Two um, out there as well. I was quite surprised to see Big Itten going um, as well. Now it seems like. Well, they, hold on. Are they not in the Bundesliga? No, I Bundesliga think... Two. They not. I'm sure. No, I thought they got. I thought they got promoted. Are they not Bundesliga side? We'll check that up. I think they're in the Bundesliga, but I might—I don't know. I'm, I, I'm, my German is not what it used to be or what it should be, maybe. But um, anyway, I'll check it. Um, but what, while we're talking about them, the the two of them going, what do you what did you make of them? Like particularly, let's talk about Katic first. Well, let, let's talk about the two of them actually because the two of them are on loan. Rangers have the opportunity to recall them mm-hmm. um, in January if they wish, but I'm sure there's also. In here, which confuses confused the hell out of me as well, that there was an option to make it permanent as well in there as well. So it doesn't really add up, does it? No, I, I think if we, for me, Katic, like you said, um, back for injury, probably not going to, you know, we can't be taking a chance on him in a lot of games. So he's probably not going to get a huge amount of football. You know what it's like at Rangers. Um, we were talking about earlier, you know, we had. We lost to Dundee United, we lost to Malmo, and you're like, oh my God, we're a week into the season and it's over already, you know, and not that we were dramatising it to that extent, but, you know, you're never that far away from a drama, so we probably couldn't take a lot of chances on him, so we, to send him away to get him fit and get him some football, I don't think does him any harm. Um, Itten, I think, is in, a, is in a bit of a different boat, I'm I'm not so sure he'll be back, um, I don't think he's so sure he'll be back, I think, uh, you know, we've signed Sakala, we've got... Um, Morelos and and Ruth and and all that, you know, he, he's he's obviously found himself in a similar position where he's doing the pecking order, couldn't really play his way into the team. He was just before he signed for us, he was breaking into the national team, so he's maybe losing ground there. And you know, you know what it's like. You know, there's a lot of different factors at play, and and he needs to be playing. So I don't know. I'm I'm I'd like to see Katic back, and I I hope we will. Um, I think we will. Gerard had said, you know, like Nico is, you know, we we see a future for him here and that sort of stuff. Whereas it there was there's not been a huge amount, so I think he's more likely to end up making the move permanent or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and um, you were right; they got promoted last year, so they weren't Bundesliga two and they finished second, so they got promoted this year, so they're in the Bundesliga. So, I thought that's that'd be a real aye. test on them. That's a yeah. good level of football, but again, it's a good it's a good um, how many times you see you know young talent go there, and and if you do well, then you know, like, you never know. Do you know what I mean? Like, crazy things happen. To look at that boy, uh, Serge Gnabry, goes for, for me being an Arsenal man and, like, couldn't get into Wenger's team. And then he went, played in a kind of, I can't remember where he went, but he, did he go to, like, Wolfsburg or something, you know, in a kind of mid-level somewhere in, in Germany at the time and ended up in Bayern Munich lighting the world on fire. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, Germany's a good, it's a good ground, I think, for, for, for youngsters. If you go and, and you play well there, then and they'll play you right. They play. They, they're no shy in playing the youngsters. And if you go there and you do well, then you know they're, they're no shy in spending money on you or getting you promoted or whatever. So now good luck to him. But I think it's maybe a a case of we, we might not see him back unless he goes there, does really well and and really finds form. And we're like, my God, we've got a twenty million pound striker because he's been banging him in in Germany. So we'll play him or we'll sell him or whatever. I don't know. I, I just feel like it's it's maybe 
maybe at the experiments not worked out. Would yeah. you think about it for the for the two of them? Um I'm I'm happy to see Katic go on loan because I think that's what we need. My, my concern was, you know, this this permanent transfer because I don't want us to lose him because I do think that he, he is. I think he's our. I think given a few given a few years, he'll be one of our main centre halves in there. Aye, um, aye. And then I want, I want to, yeah, I want him. I want him to be more than anything. I want him to be our first choice centre half in a you know a few years down the line once. You know, Balogun retires because Balogun's in his thirties. You know, Golson. You know, I could see him and Golson in there if Golson signs his new deal um, in there for a while. But I do think I'm, I'm I'm happy for him to go on loan, and I'm happy for him to get first team football, and I'm happy. But I I just I'm just a bit concerned about this permanent. But yeah, this option Aye. that they've got to make it permanent, which I'm you know hopefully it doesn't happen, and we see him back at Ibrox. But I think in terms of development, it's a great move from back home to Croatia, where he's very where he can play. And you know, you know, play first team football as well. Itten, I'm I'm more than the same as you as well, Keith. As well, I do see, I do see that one being a bit more permanent than, um, the, you know, the Catties one. It seems like when I seen his final message up on Instagram, it was more like, I'm so happy. It was like I'm so happy to be part of the fifty five, um, and stuff like that. I wish he's nothing but the best for the future. You know, it was more of a sense of, you know, thank you for everything, but I'm moving on. Mm-hmm. Now, I think there is, I think yeah, maybe, out the two of them, I would maybe see Cathy's back over at uh, Itton as well. And it's a shame, you've got to feel for Big Itton as well, because he came over to a new country, relatively young, he came he came in lockdown, so he couldn't do anything, you know, he couldn't socialise with anybody, you know, you were in this bubble where he was just basically playing football and training, you know, he couldn't go out and sample what the city has to offer, you know, and things like that, make friends, you know, invite people over, his family over and things like that. He couldn't do anything like that. He was literally a young guy here himself. I stuck well. in a hotel. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then training at, at, at social distanced. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And then also, weird. you've got to think about when he was playing as well because, you know, at that point we had Alfie was, well, Alfie's first choice regardless, you know, everybody knows that. And then you've got like Defoe who was bagging the goals in as well. But the big man did come in and he done, you know, he seemed to, he seemed to have a, a distaste for Motherwell, which was great because he scored every time he played against them um, <laughs> as well, which was good. So, he, and he was a different option to come off the bench as well, a bit taller, you know, but he was really good with the ball at his feet um, as well. So, I was a bit, um, I was surprised when he left because I thought I was I was quite happy with it. But yes, if it, you know, if they're going to plan and playing Morelos, Roof, you know, through the middle and stuff like that as well, you know, there's not going to be much game time for the big man, is there? Nah, um, and I think stylistically his problem was that it, it probably is more Alfie-esque than, than anything, do you know what I mean? So you're like, well, like you say, he's he'll run the channels, he'll win fouls, he'll hold the ball up, he's, he'll play, he'll, he'll bring other people into play. It's that sort of player, right, which is a lot of Alfie's game. He's not going to get picked over Alfie, do you know what no. I mean? And then the spots in the wing, well, Kent, Ruth, Hadji, Aribo, all these guys are more suited to their positions. Um you know, uh, right? You know, so he's he's miles away for that. Those those two wider positions. So, I I think he's uh, that that that's his problem. You know. So I think fair enough to him. Go and go and get some joy and uh, like we say, good luck to him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like I said, we hope Nico is injury free this year as well and comes and comes back to his a better player. I mean, he but, looks he's he's built up massively in the last year as well. Nico as well hasn't he? You know, he's still been anything that he's. I follow him on Instagram and when you see him, he's, he was just constantly, when he was injured, and he just Aye. bulked up. 
just crushing steel. But yep. the thing, the other thing I'd say about Nico is, I think I, I'm with you, right? I want to see him back definitely because if you look through our back, well, take our two goalies, right? You know, our, our two first choice goalies, 39, 33, right? That's no, I mean, McGregor's, you know, he's, he, he'd think he's not got a huge amount of time left. McLaughlin, all right, 33, he could go on a couple of years, but you know what I mean? Um, Tav, 29, Borna, 28, Goldson, 28, Hollander, 28, Balligan, 33. Do you know what I mean? There's no a huge amount of youth really in there. And obviously we've got uh, Bassey and Patterson on the on the wings who are 19 and, and 21 respectively, or the other way about. Um, you know, so there's 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 kind of there's that sort of thing. But just the middle, you know, like you say, we've got those those three centre halves that are our big centre halves. But you know, they're 33, 28, 28. Jack yeah. Simpson, 24. I think Katic is better than Jack Simpson if if we look at what we've seen from Jack Simpson by by quite a bit, I would say. So, yep. you know, I would I would be hoping to see Katic back. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You make a good point there. Um as well. And he was he was doing so well, you know, he scored that goal at Parkhead. Aye. You know, he was he was he was he was he attacked the ball. I thought him and Golson were developing a good partnership and obviously, you know, that came out the way and then, you know, obviously we seen Hollander and stuff like that in there. But I really hope that Katic does come back because I do feel like he is a Rangers centre-half for the future, definitely. Um, aye. Just a shame with his injury, but aye, I really I really hope he comes back. I really do. I would go as far as to say if if he was, you know, like you say, the Katic that we had, I would say you put him into the squad now. And for me, he's probably third choice. Like, I, I yeah. would be saying Hollander and Goldson are the two for, you know, by, by quite a bit. But I would say, like, Balogun's... Don't get me wrong, big man was terrific at right back. As we said, he was man in the match and all that at the last game. But at centre half, he's he's had a few wobbly games. Do you know what I mean? He's he's no he's no Mister Consistent. He's not a lock um, like big fellas. So I would be saying like you know, Katic is giving him a run. It's you know between the two of them. You know, depending on the style of the game. You know, like I don't know, man. I'd say he's, he's right in there. So he's definitely got the got the ability. Just hope to see him back fit and and uh, having played a, a fair amount of games this season. Bye. That's like if you had your football manager head on, wasn't it? If you're playing football manager and Aye. I was working at my team, it would be uh, Golson and Hollander starting and Nico on the bench. That's what mine would be. Um, if they were all fit and, you know, playing, uh, that's what that, that that's what mine would be as well, with Nico coming in for a, quite a bit of games as well because obviously they're injured and things like that as well. But I hopefully goes away, gets first team football, comes back and, and bosses it for years to come. That's what I hope for him. As well, as well. So, Keith, that's I know exactly. No pressure on the big man, but um, <laughs> that's the that's pretty much the ins and outs that we that we were looking to discuss um, today. The transfers coming in now. One of the things that I think that makes this as a pretty, like you mentioned at the start, as well, makes a pretty important transfer window was none of our big players that we maybe expected one of them to go hasn't went, um, which is which is great for us as fans. However, if you look at the financial side of it, there might be implications in there um, as well. You know, you know, we're, I, as, 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 let's say, as a fan, I am absolutely delighted that we are able to keep because there's talk of, you know, Alfie going, there was talk of Arivo going, there was talk of Kent going, there was Bonner going, there was Kamara going, you know, one of these guys, and they were all linked with people. And you're like, right, okay, we're going to have to, one of them's going to have to go. And I think we discussed this after the Celtic game as well, how Borna, how passionate he was after the game. You know, he was upset and leaving the pitch and stuff like that. When everybody's like, I think he's away. And obviously nothing 
nothing came of it. And then I heard through um, when Aribo and Balogun were away with Nigeria, Aribo joined later on because there was bids for him. Um, I think it was Galatasaray that were bidding for him as well. So he was late joining up and it was the, the Nigerian manager that let that slip. Um, Rangers would also never let that slip as well. But what do you make of these guys staying? Like I said, for a fan, it's unbelievable that they're staying and I'm so happy they're all here. However, you know, like, like they've said about the business model, now is, you know, we'll, we'll buy low and sell high. You know, so are you, are you worried about that or else do you think one of them will have to go in January? I, I don't know, but January is an interesting question. In the January market, the January window, sorry, is, is always a wee bit weird. I think it, it depends. It, it's for desperate clubs, I think, usually, right? You buy in January because you really need to. You don't, don't buy in January because you're rebuilding or anything like that. Typically, it's like you really need to. So, I don't know. Maybe somebody really needs to, and, and that means we get a good price and we, need, and we end up selling somebody. Definitely wouldn't rule it out. I think, for me, this is... I would interpret it as... The board gone. Last roll of the dice. One more gamble here. We'll keep the team together. Go and win the league. Hopefully, the way the coefficient works, that's straight into the Champions League. Yeah, it's straight into the Champions League next season if you win the league. And then, boom, we're golden, right? Yeah. I, I think that I, I, that's the way I would interpret it from a business sense. Is okay, fine. We're not getting top dollar. Let's just have one more roll of the dice and then see. And if 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 we don't win the league, then expect expect quite a few and if we need to sell four instead of two and make the money that might be where we end up being and it might be tough for us as fans to swallow but it might just you know it's got, it's got to happen it's got to happen sooner or later we're going to need to start selling some players for some decent money sooner or later uh, and I expect it will probably be next summer uh, hopefully uh, at the earliest um, and it might depend on how we do in the Champions League then would these guys go well I want a crack at it why would you, you know, get Rangers into the Champions League and then go and sign for Hull that have just been promoted to the Premiership? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. does that float your boat? Maybe it does. Maybe that's the money. Maybe the club need it. Maybe, you know, who knows? But um, that, that I think is from a business sense. Maybe what's happening here is the club just let's 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 roll the dice and, and go for this Champions League. Yeah, and what about as a fan? What you feeling about it? Delighted? Oh, I know. I mean, we'd, <laughs> we'd, we'd say at the start of the transfer window or the end of the season review or whatever that. You know what was going? Were we going for fifty six or not? It was. It was likely to be um, how the transfer windows panned out. And for us, it was who can we keep? And for the other side of the city, it was you know how much of a rebuild can they do? Um, and I think for us, the danger was if we lose Kent and Alfie, for example, where would we be? Well, it would depend on investment. And then, do we? How much of that would we reinvest? And can you attract the players? And could we pay the wages? And you know, so there, there was ifs and buts in there. Um, so the fact that we've kept all of our big players, I think, is massive, and I, I you know, I, I expect us to to go on and and retain the title because we've kept these guys about. I, I think that that keeps us the best squad and and the best eleven and the best eighteen and the best whatever way you want to cut it in yeah. the in the, in the country to go and and win the league now for for me uh, and hopefully, um, maybe not as comfortable as last year, but. I'm not 100% convinced it's going to be a last day of the season, give and take and to and fro and all that. I think we're the better team by by quite a bit if we show up. Yeah, 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 I agree with you. Um, I agree with you. I'm just, um, as I've like said, if you're looking at it purely from the footballing point of view, it's it's fantastic that all these boys are saying because oh, I was sure that um, 
one of them was going to go and it looked like it was for touch and go there it looked like it was going to be probably Morelos or Kamara you know or somebody like that and that's the last thing you want you would don't want to see these boys playing for anybody else um, as well but I just hope we can you know the contracts supposedly on the table for Kamara and Goldson the two of them just need to decide if they're going to sign it or not um, and if they don't sign it then it's a case of right okay he's only signing it let's get them out next season then before the before their contracts are up and they go for nothing um, as well, well. I think Goldson's in, in his last year isn't he so, I think so Kamara's got another year after this hasn't he Aye, Kamara's got another year, but I think Goldson's and he's he's in his final his final year, so he goes right. for three in the summer. Um, so maybe that's one where he's not signed it, and we go and we say, you know what, let's go and get our money back and get two million or whatever for Connor Goldson that we paid and sell him in January. Um, yeah. Especially if you've got a comfortable points differential in 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 uh, in January, you know, you're ten points clear. Go like, like let's get our money back on Connor because um, he's gone for free in the summer. And then maybe there's your recall on Nico Katic because he's went and played 15 games and you're like, right, boom, boom, jobs are good, right? That's yeah. his, maybe that's the business of football. It can it can change in an instant. But hopefully they both sign. Hopefully they both sign. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, these are, we're, we're talking about who might you lose in, in January. Maybe that's the type of business we end up forced into doing. Um, yeah. Who knows? Aye, aye, exactly. So, so looking at the transfer window and a holding, Keith, what would you, let, let, let's mark it a 10, what would you give it out a 10? Um, to be honest, I, I would have to say like a, an eight or something. We kept our big players. Um, when we lost guys like, you know, we, we lost Zungu and replaced them with John Lundstrom all for free. We got Sakala in for free. Um, we, we said before, what do we need? We needed midfielders. That's what we said we needed. And we went and signed three of them. All right, a phobe. Uh, you know he's, he's he's got his heart condition and that so maybe that's why we've went and signed Bakuna maybe we wouldn't have done that later on in the window if, if that hadn't happened who knows but we, we needed midfielders that was the real point where we said everywhere else in the, the, the pitch was pretty strong um, especially after signing like Scott Wright and that in January and he, we've went and signed three midfielders I don't know how we can complain we've kept everybody we've strengthened where we said we need to and when you've lost guys like um, Jones and Zungu you've went and replaced them with Sakala and Lundstrom and I would say that's probably an upgrade uh, or no problem about it that's an upgrade so all for free I, I, I don't I don't know man I, I know we've not made a ton of profit but um, well we might not have. we don't know how much we, set, we, we spent on Bakuna but we got money in for the fridge and we got money in for Jones so you know like I, I don't know I think it's been pretty good what about you? Yeah, yeah I'm the same I'm quite I'm quite happy I think we've upgraded the squad um, which is no disrespect to the guys, but like you said, you know, we bring in, we get rid, we, we send Zungu back. That's where he was playing. Um, we, um, <laughs> get to France. That's how that, that's really bad. When I just realised I said that, get him to France. Aye. So we sent him, <laughs> we sent him back to Ames where he was. We, bring, we, we, we replaced him with somebody like Lundstrom. That is an upgrade, and that's no disrespect to Zungu, but it is. And then you look at it as well, and then you're getting rid of, you know, Greg Stewart, who's a bit popular, and you're bringing in Fashion Sakala, who's got a bag full of potential in there as well. So, yeah, I'm definitely, definitely quite happy with it. I think more than anything, like you said there, I'm, and like we just discussed for the last five, ten minutes there, I am really happy that we're able to keep all the players from last season as well. And let's not forget, we've got guys that are coming back in. Ryan Jack hardly played for the last part of last season as well. We've got him coming back. I think we mentioned him. We've already mentioned him. I think he's going to be like a new signing when he comes back, Keith, as well. You know, because hey, it's, he, he is, you know... And Gerard said that, didn't he? He said, oh, he's got a new signing. That kind of yeah. cliche I mean, claxon, I think, with that. But I, I. Gerard loves him as well. There's aye. no doubt that like, 
um, Gerard loves Ryan Jack, you know, the way he plays and stuff like that. So he'll come in as a bright, I think he'll come in like a like a new player as well. And then you've got like boys like Scott Wright, who I think we're now getting the development of because we had him for those last six months there. I think we're seeing this different player now Aye. rather than, you know, the young, the, the, the lad that we had coming in in January, you know. So rather than Sasa Papachi's son. He's got yeah. a haircut and I've written. Aye, exactly. He's, he's rocking it, isn't he? He's, he's doing all right. So, um, and, you know, he's obviously he's put on a bit of muscle and things like that as well. So he's looking great. And, you know, you've seen him developing there as well. So, yeah, I'm really happy with the squad um, as well. I'm really comfortable with some of the defensive situation now that we've got because we've got we've got three fantastic goalies. We know we know that these boys, you know, we've got Alan McGregor, who we know about, we know uh, McLaughlin, who we know about, and now we know Robbie McCrory's. Well, we already knew that, but he can play in the big stage and he was excellent against Celtic as well. So we've got that side mm. of things. We've got backup everywhere, you know. I feel comfortable, like if Borner can't play, Bassey comes in now, whereas last season I was maybe a wee bit, oh, he doesn't really offer as much as Borner. He does now this season after having a year behind his belt. Nathan Patterson on the other side as well, if Tav can't play, um, you know, if we've got Patterson in there, I have no problem with that as well. And in the centre-halves, as well, you know, that's maybe the wee bit, you know, Goldson and Holander are playing, you know, play them every week if they were fit, but then you've got something like Balligan who can come in as well, and, you know, we don't really, still don't know that much about Jack Simpson, but I think there's there's depth everywhere in the squad now, which is great to see, and it's strong depth in there as well, Keith, it's not just like, you know, um, as well, you know, like maybe somebody like, no disrespect to him, but like Greg Stewart coming in, he, start against a, like a Celtic or something like that last season, you'd be like, oof, no, I'm not too sure about that. Whereas now with the options that we've got on the bench, you're like, I Scott Wright can come in and do very well against them, you know, things like that. So I think the squad's definitely improved. So I'm, I'm pretty happy with the transfer window. Um, just as long as Big Tactics comes back, I'll be even happier. Aye, aye. <laughs> no, like you, mate, aye, I think you've hey, you summed it up very nicely there. Happy with the window, for sure. Been a good one. Just, I don't want to lose Big Nico for good. But apart from that, I mean... Aye, looking all good. And even at that, we did say, you know, going out on loan makes total sense. So hopefully it is just a loan and, and it's a it's a perfect window. He comes back fit and strong and we're, we're sorted. Yes. Yes, mate. Yes, mate. So I think that's a that's a good point to a good point to end it. You know, that's that's just a you know, window breakdown of all the ins and outs at Rangers. So yeah, happy with it. Obviously delighted football's coming back. Um proper football's coming back at the weekend. And obviously we're still on the high from beating Celtic as well. So other than watching international football for the past week and a half, it's been it's been all right, I would say. Aye, I, I, I have not watched any international football, so it's probably been better for me than it has been for you if you've been forced to watch some of it. I've been watching a wee bit of it. My genie, uh, my daughter, my brother Gary got her a Scotland top, so... Oh, Jesus. She's, she's, she wants to watch Scotland, which is a drivel. So she, she tries to ask me, Daddy, how many boys are Rangers players in here and I'm like fucking none of them <laughs> <laughs> obviously hey. Patterson, Patterson being injured and um, you know right. Patterson not playing um, last night as well so yeah it's, it's been it's been great fun watching that as well but I usually try and watch a wee try and get a game you know like check check the England score up and stuff like that maybe check Northern Ireland to see how Davis is doing and things like that right? but uh, it's, it's still still grim man it's still not Still not the same, is it at all? Like I said, I love international tournaments like the Euros and the World ah, Cup. Yeah, it's good watching but, tournaments. But it's the, the qualifiers are just gas. But there is a Scotland, the Scotland beat Israel next month. It looks like they're 
finishing second, which means uh, they've got a really good chance. I don't know if that means they make the World Cup or they're going to a playoff, but I think they've got a great. They, they, they could go to the World Cup. Aye, I, 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 I don't know, man. I don't know. <coughs> like, yeah, I remember during the Euros, my nephew asking me the same question: like, how, how many of the players play for Rangers? And I was like, just Borna Barisic on the bench <laughs> for Croatia, mate. <laughs> 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 so, yeah, uh, 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 no, I think. Um, you're, you're right. I mean, they might go to the World Cup. Who knows? Um, let's see. Uh, I, I can't care less, to be nah. totally honest. Nah, nah, me either. But let's see. We'll be back in a few weeks to discuss um, all all more things Rangers in there as well. So, um, just to say thank you very much for listening. And Kifo, thanks very much. And we'll speak soon. Cheers, mate. Catch up soon. That was good. Yeah. Always a pleasure. Cheers, Cheers mate. mate.